Music with a message on KFUO. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. AM850 in St. Louis. We are the messenger of good news. I'm Gary. This is the Midday Moments program, and it's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Good afternoon, Doug. Good afternoon, Gary, and it's good to talk to you and uh, all of our listeners on KFUO and KFUO.org. Thanks. Uh, I know there are some that are listening there, too. That's just absolutely amazing. Well, we got people listening to uh, the the live stream on KFUO.org. We got people, of course, listening to AM850, and this program is available as a podcast. So we got people listening to uh, this segment uh, at their convenience, too, uh, online. So. Just absolutely amazing, the technology. Today we're going to talk about uh, a different kind of twist. We've been talking about hymn stories. Well, today I'm actually talking about a hymn tune story. Wow, that's that's a little different, but it's still kind of a backstory. That's right. That's right. This tune is called Slain, S-L-A-N-E. And it's uh, and is linked uh, with my research to the 5th century evangelist that you've heard of, St. Patrick, the Irish guy. And uh, what's interesting is that I found all this stuff out from, uh, from an old book written by one of my old friends, uh, Pastor Fred Precht. Ever hear of him? No. He's the guy who was basically behind the publication of the hymnal we published in 1982. And uh, the hymnal companion is, is Fred's work. Now, Fred's been dead since 2003, but you know, he was just a tremendous guy, and he understood what he was doing. So here's a story that Fred found about uh, the tune Slain, and here it goes. Slain is the name of a hill about 10 miles from Terra County Meath in Ireland. According to the account given by the Confessions of St. Patrick, it was there that the saint lit a paschal fire, um, Easter fire, if you will, in full view of the king, Longanair McNeil. Despite the king's order that this fire to celebrate the annual pagan spring festival was to be lit on Terra Hill by the king himself. Noticing Patrick's fire, the anger king summoned the saint to appear before him the next day, which, as it turned out, was Easter Sunday, and explain his action. Wearing his mitre and carrying his crozier, which means he was looking like a bishop, uh, Patrick then led his white-robed companions to Terra, chanting Easter litanies and the breastplate hymn, which I'll quote in just a little bit. Uh, this was the gospel brought to the royal seat. And, and I, once again, we got some uh, several things going on here. Um, the spring, the spring season has always been a season, even in paganism, to acknowledge uh, the uh, the coming of light from from the darkness when the days were shorter and they, they get longer, and uh, so that was an old pagan custom. And Christians had a way in the early church history of the church of Christianizing the old pagan festivals and reanointing them. Uh, and uh, this particular Christian pagan festival became a Christian festival, and we now call it the Easter Vigil. Have you ever been to one of those where they light a fire in the front yard of the church? And uh, this would be right around or right before sunrise on Easter Sunday morning. And uh, that's what St. That's what Patrick was doing. All right. Two of the three hymn texts appear to be adaptations of Patrick's creed, uh, the breastplate hymn. Uh, And and I'll give you the first verse of that hymn. I bind unto myself today the strong name of the Trinity by invocation of the same, the three in one, in one and three. 
and yet we sing that on occasion. One of the hymns written uh, in 1961 is by Timothy Dudley Smith, and uh, the tune slain goes like this, Christ be my leader by night as by day, safe through the darkness for he is the way. Gladly I follow my future, his care. Darkness is daylight when Jesus is there. You probably heard that tune. Yeah, <laughs> very familiar. Well, that tune is called Slain. Okay. That's it, and that's in our hymnal. Uh, well, there was a 1912 version uh, of the original Irish, and uh, it was translated into English by Eleanor Hull. Here's a couple of verses from her hymn text. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. High King of heaven, my victory won, May I reach heaven's joys, O bright and sun, heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. And Gary, in all the research I did, I cannot find two hymnals that have both both Christ be my leader and be my all my vision in in the one hymnal. <laughs> it's like you choose one or the other. Yeah. Um. Another hymn text um, based on the tune Slain was written by Jan Struther in uh, 1931. And it says at the bottom page in the hymnal, remember we've talked about that before, where you can find scripture references. Uh, this, uh, the bottom of the page in the hymnal, uh, hymn 738, if you want to look this one up, um, quotes Psalm 55. And it says, but I call to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening, morning, and noon, I utter my complaint and moan, and he hears my voice. Evening, morning, and noon was the old Hebrew way of, uh, of uh, counting the hours of the day. The Hebrew, Hebrew day began at sunset, what we would call sunset the, the, uh, the night before, and it went to sunset the next day. That's just the way it works, but... For us, it's always, you know, morning, afternoon, evening. So Jan Struthers' lyrics attach the ancient practice of daily prayer to a hymn. And you've probably heard this, these lyrics, too. Lord of all hopefulness, Lord of all joy, whose trust ever childlike no cares can destroy, be that our waking and give us, we pray, our bliss in our hearts, Lord, at the break of the day. Second verse goes like this. Lord of all eagerness, Lord of all faith, whose strong hands were skilled at the plain and the lathe, be there at our labors and give us, we pray, your strength in our hearts, Lord, at the noon of the day. And then the last two verses of this hymn pray for God's kindness at the eve of the day and God's gentleness at the end of the day. So once again, here's an opportunity for us to stop and pray uh, when we hit the appropriate time during the day, which I always think is a great, great discipline for us to follow. 
So those those are the three different versions with the same tune. Isn't that interesting? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, like the story of St. Patrick behind the tune Slain, all of our hymns based on this tune teach us how, as believers in Jesus, we can pray for God's guidance each day and during our lifetime as we follow God as our Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so there's, there's, the, uh, there's the connection with all three hymns, praying at different times of the day, acknowledging God's strong name, and uh, following him as, uh, as our leader. That's, that's very interesting, all based on that same uh, tune. Yeah, and it's very unusual. What, you know, there, are, there are a few hymns. You can take a look in the back of the hymnal. Mm-hmm. There are a few, few tune, tunes that have several different versions of them. But this is the one that really strikes me, because every time I hear, I hear this tune, which I know very well, I'm excited to sing any of the lyrics, because I think they're all really good. Right. And, but and, I didn't know. And you know the backstory, and now we do too. Now every time I hear that melody, I'll think that's slain. <laughs> yes, and we will, and we we can thank Fred Precht for giving us the story. Great. So, would you like <laughs> okay. to lead us in prayer? Sure, Lord. Thank you for hymns and for the stories behind them, even our hymn tunes. Teach us to listen to what has been learned from you by those who have preceded us, and enable us to follow their heritage to become our heritage. For we pray in the name of the strong name of the Trinity, our God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So next week, um, we're just right ahead of um, Independence Day. The following Sunday will be July 4th. And I got a hymn I always like to sing on that day. And that is Julia Ward Howe's The Battle Hymn of the Republic. Oh, cool. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord which most people think is a patriotic hymn. But I'm going to tell you the background of that hymn, too, because it is kind of a patriotic hymn, but it also is, very sincerely, and you can find it in the words if you look into them, a hymn about abolitionism. That's what we're doing next week. Sounds good. I look forward to it. Thank you, Gary. Thanks. Have a great day. AMA 50 KFUO in St. Louis, worldwide at KFUO.org.